Hello, this is Reading with Finest. I am Finest. I'm reading American Indian Myths and Legends today. The story from that book that I'm going to read is Tatanke Ik Ip. Oh, I'm going to get this. Hold on. Give me a second. Tatanke Ietake, Dancing Horse. Follow me at Everything's Just Fine on Instagram to see illustrations of mine. Hey, 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 try to read every day. If not, don't worry, I got you. What am I thinking today? You know what, today I did a little for the first time in a long time, did a little meditation, and I feel good, you know, um, taking the placebo effect of it all. Uh, and not only placebo, the real effect It's really good. Um, but right now I'm just like, yeah. I just meditate for four minutes. I am set for a month, two months, ever, probably. You know, look, I meditate, you know, uh, but that's not the case. Of course, it's a practice, just like reading with finest. And look how I've been doing this for so long and I still, you saw how I just read that. You see how it'll be, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a lifelong trip and I'm here for the ride, you know, and that's about how I'm feeling. It's just uh, feeling good, feeling ready to read to you. All right, here we are. This is a Brule Sioux story. As the teller of this tale puts it, by dancing and singing the right songs, the Lakota people thought that they could bring back the good old buffalo hunting days, the days before the whites came, the days before smallpox, reservations, and too little to eat. So they danced. The ghost dance was peaceful. But the whites thought of it as a signal for a great Indian uprising. They asked the army for help. And in the end, many unarmed ghost dancers, mostly women and children, were killed at wounded knee. We Indians think that the white people were afraid of the ghost dance because they had a bad conscience. Having taken away half of the remaining Indian land just a few years before, people with bad consciousness live in fear, and they hate most those whom they have wronged. Thus, it was with the ghost dance. At the time, Sitting Bull lived on the Standing Rock Reservation in North Dakota with his Hunk Papa people. He was not, as some people think, the war leader who had defeated Custer on the Little Bighorn. He was a holy man, the spiritual leader of the Sioux Nation. He got along well with some whites, even had a few white friends. But he always said, I want the white man beside me, not above me. Sitting Bull, or the name Tataka Ikotas, we're going to say Sitting Bull to start on embarrassing myself, as he is called in Sioux, was a proud and dignified man and nobody's slave. Now, at some time before 1890, Sitting Bull had joined Buffalo Bill's Wild West show. He, he had traveled all over the country in New York. He could often be seen sitting on a doorstop, doorstep on Broadway, giving nickels to poor street urchins and saying that white folks did not know how to take care of their children. He also said that all children, red, white, Black, yellow were alike in their innocence, and that if grown-ups could remain children in their hearts, all would be well. Sitting Bull and Buffalo Bill became friends. 
When the circus show was over, Buffalo Bill presented his friend uh, Sitting Bull with a fine sombrero, which the Indian holy men wore from then on. Buffalo Bill Cody also gave Sitting Bull his favorite circus horse. It was white and could do many tricks. At the time, the great white father in Washington and the white agents who ruled the reservation thought that the solution to what called the Indian problem was for Indians to behave like whites, to speak and dress like whites, to become Christians and worship like whites, to own property and work like whites, to marry whites, and to be swallowed up by the white society. The problem would be solved by simply having no more Indians be by letting them disappear into the great American melting pot. Sitting Bull opposed this. He did not want the Indians to die out. He wanted them to remain true to their old ways, to go on worshiping the great spirit, to continue speaking their own language and singing their old Sioux songs. And because Sitting Bull was Washaha Wakana, a medicine man, the most respected one among the Lakota people, many Indians railed around him, rallied around him. Thus, he became the center of the resistance to to being swallowed up by the culture of the whites and thus he became the enemy of those who wanted to make the indians into white men they said that he stood in a path of progress and the ghost dance trouble seemed a good opportunity to get rid of the old chief he was accused of siding with the dancers and protecting them the white reservation chief sent out the indian police 43 of them to arrest sitting bull if he had resisted and was killed, so much the better. The police force was made up of what we now call apples. Men who are red outside and white inside. <laughs> uh, they were led by Lieutenants Shavehead and Bullhead. The police came to arrest the great leader before dawn on an icy winter morning. The ground was covered with snow. They burst into his one-room log cabin with their six-shooter drawn. They dragged him naked from beneath his buffalo robe and pushed him outside. They would not even let him dress properly. They kept pushing, pushing at him as they put handcuffs on. The commotion awoke Sitting Bull's friends and relatives in the cabins nearby. Led by the old chief, friend, and adopted brother, Chase the Bear, they came boiling out of their huts and teepees. A woman's voice rose in a scene in a song. Sitting bull, you were a warrior once. What are you do going to do now? The old chief stopped abruptly. He pushed the policeman away, saying, I won't go. Immediately, one of the police chiefs shot him through the body, and an all-out fight to the death began. It was always said that the fight between Indians and whites is one thing, but when Sue fights Sue, watch out. The police tried to act like whites, but once the fight started, they became Indian warriors again, and among Sitting Bull's friends were some of the bravest warriors who had fought in many famous battles. When it was over, 15 people lay dead or dying in the snow, among them Sitting Bull, Chase the Bear, and two police chiefs. When the white horse heard the shooting, 
it thought it was back in the circus during the Wild West show. It began dancing and prancing, sitting on its hunches and raising up its front legs, jumping around, bowing, curtsying, doing all the tricks it had been taught. In this way, it honored its dead master in the only way it knew. All who saw it said that the horse was possessed, Wakan, in the spirit way because it was unhurt even though it had danced through a hail of bullets. The white horse kept dancing for a while after the fight was over and the bloody scene was silent. Thus, Sitting Bull, the great Sitting Bull, and his favorite white horse became part of the legend of our people. Told by George Eagle Elk at Promley Rosebud, Indian Reservation, South Dakota, 1969. Um, and then re-recorded by Richard Iridos. And there's a little thing at the end. I think I'm going to read it. It's in a italicized. In 1890, the Masonic ghost dance religion swept the Plains tribes, originating with a vision of Paitu prophet Wovaka, and heralded by such signs as a frightening eclipse of the sun. The ghost dance was a religion of despair. It gave hope to a people who had been deprived of their ancient hunting grounds and were starving on their on the reservation ghost dancers performed a special round dance holding hands and singing ghost dance songs their shirts painted with the images of stars the moon and sun and magpies were supposed to make them bulletproof dancers swooned and fell down in a trance afterwards they declared that they had been in a beautiful land teeming with buffalo and that they had met their long dead relatives. The ghost dance, so Wovaka said, would change the world back into what it was before the white man came. And that is the end of that story and the end of the chapter. Next chapter will be part six. Um, I really enjoyed that story. Yo, that was such an eye-opening story. Like, it just makes me like, I mean, not, not that I knew, but anyways, it just makes me, Think about like the Europeans coming to America and just placing their Christianity and, and force on just, and this is like, this is what they do. You know, they did it in Africa and they did it in America that they, they took over and they kept doing it in there. Unfortunately, still doing it. Um, and it's just like a, it's, you know, it's just a thought. It just makes you think, hmm, dang. Which I guess that's what myth is supposed to make you think about is the topic, and I did a good job. So hopefully, it made you think of the same thing uh, and ponder and wonder about that. Do you think that's right or wrong? Uh, let me know. It everything's just fine, and we'll talk about it. Yeah, today's the day. Enjoy yourself. Oh, and you know what? Also, just the morning of like. Just them dancing over the sorrow and being deprived of their their, their land and it's just a lot of stuff, yo. Just, yeah, come say hi. Ba do 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 ba do 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 do